many others have tried their hand at putting together a story of the wonderful harvest of scripture and history that took place among us. Joseph, please, let's take a break. We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We are on pilgrimage to worship him. Good morning. You are beautiful with God's beauty. Get up. Take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. Set his people free. Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? You will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You're so blessed among women. And the baby in your womb, hey, also blessed. Congratulations on your newborn. What a beautiful child. Welcome to Black Lenses Podcast. Everyday black stories brought to life through an immersive audio experience. You can listen to Black Lenses Podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Today's episode is a Christmas special nativity story told by black voices from all around the world. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening from. Merry Christmas. So, many others have tried their hand at putting together a story of the wonderful harvest of scripture and history that took place among us using reports handed down by the original eyewitnesses who served this word with their very lives. Since I have investigated all the reports in close detail, starting from the story's beginning, I decided to write it all out for you, most honorable listener, so you can know beyond the shadow of a doubt the reliability of what you were taught. During the rule of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest assigned in the regiment of Abijah. His name was Zechariah. His wife was descended from the daughters of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. Together they lived honorably before God, careful in keeping to the ways of the commandments and enjoying a clear conscience before God. But they were childless, because Elizabeth could never conceive and now they were quite old. It so happened that as Zachariah was carrying out his priestly duties before God, working the shift assigned to his regiment, it came his one turn in life to enter the sanctuary of God and burn incense. The congregation was gathered and praying outside the temple at the hour of the incense offering. Unannounced, an angel of God appeared just to the right of the altar of incense. Zachariah was paralyzed in fear. Blessed be he who spoke and the world came into being. Blessed be he. Blessed be he who maintains the creation. Blessed be he. Blessed be he who speaks and performs. Blessed be he. Blessed be he who decrees. But the angel reassured him. Do not fear, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Elizabeth, your wife, will bear a son by you. You are to name him John. You are going to leap like a gazelle for joy, and not only you, many will delight in his birth. He will achieve great stature with God. He will drink neither wine nor beer. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit from the moment he leaves his mother's womb. He will turn many sons and daughters of Israel back to their God. He will herald God's arrival in the style and strength of Elijah, soften 
the heart of parent to children and kindle devout understanding among hardened skeptics. He will get the people ready for God. Zachariah said to the angel, Do you expect me to believe this? I am an old man. But the angel said, I am Gabriel, the sentinel of God, sent especially to bring you this glad news. But because you won't believe me, you will be unable to say a word until the day of your son's birth. Every word I've spoken to you will come true on time. God's time. Meanwhile, the congregation waiting for Zachariah was getting restless, wondering what was keeping him so long in the sanctuary. When he came out and couldn't speak, they knew he had seen a vision. He continued speechless and had to use sign language with the people. When the course of his priestly assignment was completed, he went back home. It wasn't long before his wife, Elizabeth, conceived. She went off by herself for five months, relishing her pregnancy. So this is how God acts to remedy my unfortunate condition, eh? She said. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name, Mary. Upon entry, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You are beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great, be called Son of the Highest. The Lord will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end ever to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, But how? I've never slept with a man. I've never slept with a man. But the angel assured her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son old as she is? Everyone called her barren. And here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing, you see, is impossible with God. Yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me, just as you say. Then the angel left her. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on? Mary didn't waste a minute. She got up 
and travel to a town in Judah in the hill country, straight to Zachariah's house, and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby in her womb leaped. She was filled with the Holy Spirit and sang out exuberantly. Hey, you're so blessed among women. And the baby in your womb, hey, also blessed. And why am I so blessed that the mother of my Lord visits me? Hmm. Mio, the moment the sound of your greeting entered these my ears, eh? The baby in my own womb just skips, just like a lamb, for sheer joy. Oh, blessed woman, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. Thanks be to God. And Mary said, I'm bursting with God news. I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me. And look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. The God whose very name is holy, set apart from all others. His mercy flows in wave after wave on those who are in awe before him. He bared his arm and showed his strength, scattered the bluffing braggarts. He knocked tyrants off their high horses and pulled victims out of the mud. The starving poor sat down to a banquet. The callous rich were left out in the cold. He embraced his chosen child, Israel. He remembered and piled on mercies, piled them high. It's exactly what he promised, beginning with Abraham and right up to now. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months and then went back to her own home. When Elizabeth was full-term in her pregnancy, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbours and relatives, seeing that God had overwhelmed her with mercy, celebrated with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and were calling him Zechariah after his father. But his mother intervened. No, he's to be called John. But, they said, no one in your family is named that. They used sign language to ask Zachariah what he wanted to be named. Ask him for a tablet, Zachariah wrote, his name is to be John. That took everyone by surprise. Surprise followed surprise. Zachariah's mouth was now open, his tongue loose, and he was talking, praising God. I can speak. Praise be to the God of our fathers, who does wondrous things. A deep, reverential fear settled over the neighborhood. And in all that, Judean hill country people talked about nothing else. Everyone who heard about it took it to heart, wondering, what will become of this child? Clearly, God has his hand in this. Then Zachariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, set his people free. He set the power of salvation in the center of our lives, in the very house of David his servant, just as he promised long ago through the preaching of his holy prophets. Deliverance from our enemies and every hateful hand. Mercy to our fathers, as he remembers to do what he said to do. What he swore to our father Abraham, a clean rescue from the enemy camp. 
The child grew up healthy and spirited. He lived out in the desert until the day he made his prophetic debut in Israel. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his ancestral home to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. Joseph, please, let's take a break. I'm tired. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel. After Jesus was born in a Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around. Where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We are on pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified, and not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religion scholars in the city together and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? Call me the high priests, religion scholars, everybody. They told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory, the prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It's you, Bethlehem in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear, for you will come the leader who will shepherd rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child. Leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I will join you at once in your worship. Yes, your majesty, we will let you know. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. The stars have led us to the king. Oh, what a day. What a sight. Blessed be God of Israel. A king born in manger. This is beyond human reasoning. What wisdom. 
They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Peace be unto this child. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. For a child has been born, for us, the gift of a son, for us. He'll take over the running of the world. His names will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father, Prince of Wholeness. His ruling authority will grow, and there'll be no limits to the wholeness he brings. He'll rule over the historic David throne, over the promised kingdom. He'll put that kingdom on a firm footing and keep it going with fair dealing and right living, beginning now and lasting always. The zeal of God of the angel armies will do all this. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. In a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod. So they worked out another route, left the territory without being seen, and returned to their own country. Do not report back to Herod what you have said. After the scholars were gone, God's angel showed up in Joseph's dream and commanded, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt. Stay until further notice. Herod is on the hunt for this child and wants to kill him. Mary, wake up. We have to leave now. We need to flee to Egypt. Joseph obeyed. He got up took the child and his mother under cover of darkness. They were out of town and well on their way by daylight. They lived in Egypt until Herod's death. This Egyptian exile fulfilled what Hosea had preached. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod, when he realized the scholars had tricked him, flew into a rage. He commanded the murder of every little boy two years old and under who lived in Bethlehem and its surrounding hills. He determined that age from the information he'd gotten from the scholars. That's when Jeremiah's revelation was fulfilled. A sound was heard in Ramah, weeping and much lament. Rachel weeping for her children. Rachel refusing all solace, her children gone, dead and buried. Later, when Herod died, God's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Up, take the child and his mother and return to Israel. All those out to murder the child are dead. Joseph obeyed, took the child and his mother and re-entered Israel. When he heard though that Archelaus had succeeded his father Herod as king in Judah, he was afraid to go there. But then Joseph was directed in a dream to go to the hills of Galilee. On arrival, he settled in the village of Nazareth. This was a fulfillment of the prophetic words. He shall be called a Nazarene. Thank you so much for listening to Black Lenses Podcast. 
Black Lenses is a Lupify Media production. Remember to leave a review and please rate the podcast. It will help us reach more people who want to enjoy immersive audio stories. A quick note about recreations you have been hearing. In most cases, we can't know exactly what was said. Those scenes are dramatizations, but they are based on a biblical account of the birth of Jesus, taken from the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. If you have enjoyed our stories this year, please don't forget to follow and tag us on Instagram at Lupify Media. Thank you so much for your support and being a part of our journey this year. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Script design, sound design, music and audio production by Lupify Media. Production by Esther Kende Ajayi and John Alimi. Sound design by Esther Kende Ajayi with assistance from John Alimi. Music selection and editing by John Alimi with assistance from Elizabeth Akeju. Script design by Victor Trojai and John Alimi. Narrated by Oyekunle Babajide and Esther Kende Ajayi. Zachariah was played by Oyekunle Babajide. Elizabeth was played by Beverly Ajayi. Angel Gabriel was played by John Alimi. Mary was played by Sarah Johnson. King Herod was played by Musa Mo. Wiseman 1 was played by Goodluck Gabriel. Wiseman 2 was played by Victor Daudu. Joseph was played by Victor Daudu. Extras Sarah Johnson and Sile Utuli. Special thanks to the Spirituals Choir for their beautiful carols. Some of them were used in this episode. We have dropped the links to their Instagram and YouTube page in the episode description. Make sure you check them out.